0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Suzette's Guilty Pleasures. I'm your host Suzette. Hello hello to my listeners. I know it's been a while since I've given a rant. There wasn't really much to talk about. Life was sort of boring. Wasn't really talking, thinking about things that, crazy things that were going on in my head. And even like, social media was sort of dry, nothing interesting to talk about. So yeah, I just decided to like skip a week, but I'm back. So this week I'm going to talk about a couple of things. It might be really random and I'll be honest with you. Some of the things that I was thinking about were things that I would actually love to have a discussion with, with other people. So if you are one of those people who would love to have a discussion with me or a d- little debate, whatever you want to call it, hit me up in my DMs, so slide in my DMs, or say leave a comment and we can set something up. The first thing I'm going to talk about, though, is um, a movie. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen Space Jam 2, the one with LeBron James. Now, if you haven't, spoiler alert, but trust me, you ain't missing nothing. Even if I tell you, it ain't no spoiler alert. And a lot of you guys might start to think, oh, she's a hater. She, she's a LeBron hater, blah, 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 blah. No, actually, I'm not a LeBron hater. First things first. There's certain positions or roles or jobs that people are to stick with. Um, there's certain things that we're good at and certain things we're not good at. And I have to honestly say, acting is not a good one for LeBron. LeBron cannot act, Okay. What movie was he was in Trainwreck? I didn't even think he was that great in that movie. But because of the the kind of movie it was, it was sort of stupid. And he had a couple of roles. Like he had roles, but like his scenes were here and there. It wasn't as bad. But in Space Jam, where it's basically all about him, the movie was garbage. Like it was so garbage. I don't even like, first of all, he should have just used his wife and his own kids in the movie, seeing that. It was portraying him his real life and like basketball and his job as a basketball player and the king and all of that jazz he should just use his real family and his friend who is his manager who, who um does the managing for him paul something rich paul yeah i think that's his name but like as i said the movie was garbage i watched it and The funny thing is i actually watched it with my grandson he fell asleep i fell asleep and then i was like nah 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 i need to finish watching this movie and when i woke up at the next morning i was like okay let me finish watching it and i really did try to finish watching it and i couldn't i I don't even know how it ended to this point in day like the movie was garbage it was trash so i just want to say they should have left space jam the first one alone and just leave it at that because the second one was trash. And it basically took away from the first one. That's all I have to say. And I don't understand. Why do these creators feel that certain movies has to have a sequel? Like, not every movie needs a sequel. Movies are usually better when it's just the first time. Not everything needs a sequel. And I think a lot of these... um movie directors or TV shows, like whoever, these directors and producers, they need to link about that and maybe do like a, I don't know, a questionnaire or something because not everybody, every show or every movie needs a sequel. That's just my two cents. I had to put it out there. But as I said, for those who might be LeBron fans and was like, oh my gosh, he did such an amazing job. You're lying stop lying to yourself. I get it that you're a LeBron fan. You're cock- You're probably just as cocky as him. You're, excuse my language, dick riding him. But the movie was shit. It, it was not great at all. So that's all I had to say about that movie. So don't waste your time, people. Don't waste your money or your time. Okay, so now let's get into some of the stuff that I've been thinking about. And it's actually been around relationships. And I'm probably going to talk more about it in my other rants, like in the future. But I'm, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. So the first thing I want to talk about is talking to people who have kids. Now, I don't, and I don't mean like older kids, right? I mean more like young kids, like, I don't know, anything below three years old, three and younger. So I don't usually have an issue talking to guys that has kids because listen, today in time and age, most people have a kid or not, right? And I mean, I have kids. I mean, my kids are adults, but it doesn't matter. I have kids, so I'm not judging somebody else and not gonna talk to them because they have kids. I don't see that that's right and that's a double standard. But my issue is, when do you feel a kid is too young that you should not talk to the person? So for instance, If you're talking to a guy, and I'm going to say guy because I'm a girl, and so obviously I'm going to say guy, and let's say he has a kid, but the kid is three years old, would you still talk to him? Or would you feel that it might be still too soon between him and his baby moms? And even if he's saying like, nah, 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 like there's nothing between us, we don't have nothing, she knows this, and all of this nonsense is strictly the kids, but then it's like, you know, some women, they act like idiots when they're not with their baby fathers. And even though they may not want their baby fathers, they may not want their baby fathers with other people. So sometimes they'll use the kids as a way to always occupy the father's time and energy so they don't have time to date or do things for them. Like, you know, have fun on their when they don't have the kids. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Do you, but so my question is, do you feel that three year old, three years old, is still too young to date somebody like what age should a child be that you would say nah the 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 baby mother baby father relationship is strictly just about the kid like they really there really is no feelings Uh, what age do you think that would be for me I mean as I said like I thought three years old would have been okay because I'm like okay it's not too fresh but it's also not like you know the kid is not old enough and stuff like that but I'm in a situation where I feel like it's starting to become an issue. And once again, I don't want to use that as a reason to stop talking to the person. But at the same time, I don't have time to just sit back. And I'm not one to take time away from a kid and their parent, their father, let's say. I'm not one to interrupt that, right? I want, like, if I'm talking to a guy and he has a kid. I want him to be able to spend as much time with his kids. But for me, it's like if you're dating and you have kids, you have to be able to know how to balance the two, right? Because I'm not going to interrupt. I'm not going to say, oh, no, forget your kids or come on. You just saw your kids last time. Can we not just spend time? That's not going to be me. If you want to do that, that's your business. But I'm not going to ask for it. And I'm not going to take that time away from your child at all. That's not me, right? Um, But at the same time, if you're telling me you want to be with me, you want to have a relationship with me, you got to learn to balance it because, and I'm not saying I need to be first choice, definitely not saying that because we're only dating, but at least show some kind of, um, I don't know if I'd say priority, but like interest in the sense that I would know, nah man, this man is really trying, like he is feeling me and he really is trying, like give me something like that. But if you're not giving me that, then I'm going to be like, yo, forget this. Do what you got to do. Just be with your kid. You're not, you clearly should not be dating right now. Your focus needs to be on your kid. So, yeah. That's it. So, for me, as I said, like, I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think that, like, do you feel, oh my goodness, I got my hair, I did my hair, and it's so puffy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow, sorry. Um, so yeah, what age do you guys think is the youngest that you shouldn't really like? Maybe it should be like, yo, focus on your kids, them, and don't worry about the dating scene. That's just my question. The other question I have, and it's back on this whole baby mom, baby baby daddy, and baby mom situation. So let's say once again, I'm a woman, so I'm gonna talk about the baby father, but it goes both ways. The question's really both ways. So let's say you have a baby mother or a baby father. And, okay, so for me, I'm talking to a guy who's a baby father, and um, he he he's the kind of person where, okay, the question is, do you think that a baby father should ensure that his baby mother is good all the time, even if they're not together? So the reason why I ask that question is, I get it. There's times where a baby father should be like, yo, you're good, like, is everything, like, good in the sense that, Are you good that you have enough to be able to take care of our kids? Are you good that you have enough money to buy food, clothes, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff? But other than those basic things to make sure that your baby mom is good in order to fulfill her role as a mom and for you to provide for your kid, do you feel that a baby father or even a baby mom should go above and beyond that for that significant other? I mean, that other person, even though they're not together? So my thought on this is it really depends on the relationship that they have. Like if they're able to co-parent and co-parent effectively where they can speak effectively and, you know, they have their boundaries, they don't cross those boundaries. And if the, the baby mom knows, like, you know, he has a girl or the baby father knows that the baby mom has a man and stuff like that, and they respect that and stuff like that, I don't see that being an issue. Right, I think when I would see it being an issue is if it starts to interfere with our time or like our relationship. And what I mean by that is in the sense of, um, you know, every minute she's calling and asking for certain things. Oh, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. Did it? Even though it's things that he doesn't necessarily have to do. Do like does that? I hope that makes sense. So to me, it's like you're interfering, or I guess jeopardizing or mm, you're crossing the boundaries pretty much into my relationship. And you're trying to use your status as a baby mom to basically um, basically take over, I guess, the relationship. Does that even make sense? Because it almost ties into what I just talked about, doesn't it? Yeah, it's almost similar. Anyways, if you can make sense of what I just said, because clearly I'm not making any sense. So yeah, if you can make sense then you let me know <laughs> what's your thoughts because it'd really be interesting to um to 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 know what your your thought is about that and then because we're on the topic of like obviously baby mom baby fathers meaning you guys are no longer together let's talk about this so today I was watching this show this movie on BET I tell you these BT movies oh my gosh they catch you but they're so like anyways, they're just so budget. They're like almost like lifetime movies, predictable and just budget. Anyways, talk, I was watching this movie. It was called Online Valentine. And it was a pretty good, it was okay. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, run and go watch it. It wasn't one of those, but it was all right. But it's funny because in the movie, um, there's a part where the girl broke up with her boyfriend because she found out that her boyfriend was cheating. And she started to go online to date and she found somebody. So she started to date, like she went on a date with this guy and she really enjoyed it. her date with this guy and really likes the guy and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then, of course, the ex shows up and the ex is like, oh, you know, I was thinking about you and, you know, I I chose the wrong person. I want to be back with you and and blah, 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 and this and that. People, why? Why do exes always tend to come back into our life? whether it's when we're on a good, like, we're in a good space, whatever it is, just why do they always tend to come back and be like, oh, you know, I want you back and da 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 And then of course us, I don't know if men do it, but I know some women, us women do do it. We'll think back and we'll be like, oh my gosh, I remember we had those good times. And we start to forget about all the bad stuff. And then we're like, you know, maybe we can give them another chance. Why do we do that to ourselves? Like, if they are an ex, they were an ex for a reason. We broke up with them and we left them in the past for a reason. And it's funny because the girl, the girl in the movie, her friend said to her, like, he's history. You know what history is? History is the past. Why are we even entertaining? Why are we even like, oh, but you know, we have history together. You know, we, you know, we had such good times and maybe he did learn it. Maybe, why do we do this to ourselves? Why? why and then what do we do we end up saying okay fine then we will we'll talk a little you know here and there just you know thinking oh we'll just have like a basic simple phone calls next thing you know feelings get caught and then one two times you know your guys go all and rating and then all of a sudden you're in the situation you're like oh my gosh i don't even know what to do because da-da-da-da. and then we get all caught up in it again only to look like a damn fool women why do we let these guys turn us into idiots? Why do we let these guys just come in and mush up our minds? Why? They're not even like, and the joke about it is, some of our exes are not even worth it. They're not even worthy. They're not even worthy of us even sending a message. Like, why do we do this? And that's something that I've always thought about because I'm not going to lie. There's been a couple of times where I've been like, yo, if my ex was to ever come back and talk to me, not now, like I've said this before in the past, like, would I talk back to them? And then I start to, and legit, I start to think about all the good times and this and that. And then I'll go back to like, oh, but no, he did this and he did that. He's an a-hole and, and this is why we broke up. So why would I even do that? You're an idiot, Suzette. Like, why would you do something like that? You're not like you're not worthy. You're not, you don't see yourself worthy, like worth more than that. And then I'll be like, no. Nah, anyways, maybe he just, you know, he learned and, you know, maybe he, he just had to go through something and that's why, but he realizes I was the one. Like, why do we do this to ourselves? And then we always sit there and wonder why guys treat us like garbage. Because sometimes when we do take our exes back after they treated us so bad and why we broke up in the first place and we take them back, they realize yeah idiot, yeah fool. So we can't take advantage of you. And that's why them do what them do. But we need to do better. We need to let these exes stay as exes. You know, the the saying always was like oh, if you let them go and they come back, it was meant to be. Yes, listen, I BS that, BS. There's no such thing as dash where and come back and it was meant to be. No, it is not true. It is a lie. Them things no work when it comes to relationships. You hear me? So don't, don't ever think say because Imgan gone and him am come back were meant to be. Please, please, sorry, sorry. I went off there. But anyways, I just wanted to let you ladies know that we have to do better. We have to treat ourselves better. Our mental health, our emotional state, especially, especially our emotional state. Because once they can catch up into our emotions, yo, we're done, eh? We're done. (laughs) Hey, that's all we have to say. We're done. So I'm only going to stop at those things about baby mama and baby daddy and you know why do we let these exes come in like i have to know like what are your thoughts why do we do that to ourselves why do we allow that to happen and it's not just for women because i know i'm a woman but even for men like because i'm sure that there's some men out there that the girl will come back and drop a one two. oh baby you know you know you were such a sweetheart i'm so sorry i'm just so stupid and you know and some guys may fall for it too right there's times where we think that oh it's only women that goes through these things but it really isn't to be honest with you men go through it just as much as we do the only difference is that us women we love chat voltage and we and we like we want to tell everybody because we feel sorry some of us now (laughs) i might be hated on this but i feel like sometimes some of us women talk about what happens to us in relationships because we want to look like victims even though sometimes in the relationship you've brought and allowed certain things to happen to you in that relationship. And it's hard for you to accept that and to accept that part of the responsibility. And then we end up going and bad chatting the person and blaming them and saying it's their fault. And this is why this happened and this happened and when we are just as much as fault as that guy. So yeah, we chat enough and we chat enough because one, as I said, we tend to take, make ourselves look like the victim and we want, you know, sympathy from other people. But other times we talk because we need to vent and we need to talk about it to release our emotions, release our thoughts, release our feelings, right? Because you can't keep things like this bottled up. So, I mean, it can go either way. But as I said, I want to be able to get some suggestions and hear some what people, some of my listeners think about those two things or actually three things. Um, And as I said, if you want to come on my show and we can speak further about these things, slide in my DM, send me a message and we can hook it up and set something up so we can talk further about it. Because I'm sure that there's other, I would love to hear the male's perspective on these things and not just the females. Because like I said, like sometimes us females, we get together and, yo, we can do some wicked bashing. Right. But <laughs> I don't want this to be about bashing men. Because as I said, men go through it just as much as women do. Um, so, anyways, that's all I have for tonight. I hope that you enjoyed it. As I said, I am so glad to be back. And, you know, please look forward to their next episode next week. I am going to be talking to somebody. His name is called Blur the Explorer. And we're going to be talking about living in another country, being um, oh man, there's a specific word for them. When you live in another country expat yes being an expat in somewhere in china or is it serbia no Seoul. listen i remember just come and tune in next week here and hear the interview and get some tips about being an expat but on the other side make sure you go back to our YouTube channel at Suzette's Guilty Pleasures and check our previous episodes and interviews with special guests talking about a lot of different topics. Until then, I hope that you take care, be safe, and be blessed.